Welcome to People of Purpose. People of Purpose. People of Purpose. People of Purpose. People of Purpose is a podcast of inspiring people whose stories help you see things differently, live with intentionality, elevate the way you participate in the world, and take the necessary leaps in your life to seek and find your passions. Come with us and develop the courage to wholeheartedly pursue your purpose and unleash your truest potential. Hello, this is your host Tanner Badgley. This is our first episode in our Why Pop series. And today I'm coming to talk about my personal pursuit of purpose. I'm going to talk about my story and tenets of my purpose journey and how I've used courage to find my purpose by reaching out to guests and asking tough questions. Um, And also what's been sticking with me over the weeks from my conversations with these guests and how that brings me into purpose. My podcast is doing so many things to grow me into purpose and I wanted to share a lot of that as well as to create some challenges for you around how you could find your own medium of discovering purpose and reconnecting with old relationships and building that lifelong learning capacity through a curiosity that I feel like my podcast has given me so much of. I'm constantly whittling down towards my highest goal and that's what I'm going to end the episode with by sharing that with you. So let's start with talking about my purpose. My purpose is to be a conduit of God's love by accepting everything I am and opening myself to learning through challenges of difference and perspective. I want to be using my best skills to help others understand and fulfill their unique purposes by living out their soul's desire. So basically, my journey started by being a a kid in Kansas. I grew up there until I was 18 years old. Being part of a divorced family was a big part of my um, identity and my upbringing. Um, My parents divorced when I was four. And I think that that was the beginning where I was able to embody two different perspectives on how the world was was seen because my parents have completely different ways of of navigating their lives and their worlds. Um, And I noticed that as I got through school, I would ask a lot of outside of the box kind of questions. And I saw learning as more of discovering sort of the meaning and purpose of life, much more so than finding a skill that would make me money and find me a career. Um, I was always good at school and I loved it. And when I was, uh, and I had a lot of opportunities for leadership through playing a lot of sports and through debates and um, doing things like student council. Um, But as I was able to um, leave high school and move on to college, I started to ask myself about where I wanted to go that might help me on my personal journey into purpose. And I decided that I was out of the state of Kansas. So I was able to leave and go to McAllister College in St. Paul, Minnesota. And that was where I came into that contact that I just mentioned in my purpose statement with that difference and perspective and diversity. And those challenges and learning through that helped me to open up with others and discover things about myself in that process of being vulnerable and opening up and having this ongoing dialogue. I was exposed to all sorts of new ideas and ways in which they thought other people thought the world worked. And I just started to accept my... Um, whatever gaps in understanding I had as, as uh, learning opportunities for myself. I didn't see myself as deficient or from a place with limited perspective or without the skills to like really help others and find my purpose and find their purpose. I just saw myself as a learner and I really tried to open myself up to that. And I was able to do that uh, very fully when I, was a, when I was a junior in college. I went to Morocco and I studied abroad with a host family 
And in that process, I was speaking French every day. I was doing journalism. I was learning how to ask and craft good questions. I had a six-week independent study period where I traveled throughout the country, um, was able to do amazing things like journey across uh, parts of the Sahara Desert, live in a coastal um, like rooftop terrace apartment. And I started to really read and write and think and dialogue. Um, and this time it was like in a new culture, in a new space, and it made me feel entirely different. And so I put this in my purpose statement because I'm opening myself up to learning challenges, to learning through challenges of difference and perspective. And I did really, really solidify that that was a part of me when I got to Morocco. Now, I, did, I wasn't perfect. Uh, I came back with tons more questions, and I actually got in a very serious relationship that almost made me forget that uh, that, that time was so purposeful. Uh, I decided to stay in Minnesota after I finished college for one year. My girlfriend broke up with me. I got a pretty bad concussion. I wasn't working in a job that was meaningful or purposeful to me. And it took me getting stuck in a dark room for about three weeks, recovering in the middle of winter time in Minnesota, to really f discover again this aspect of my purpose, that I need to go somewhere that's entirely different than where, I'm, where I've been so that I can like, find that zest for life, that vibrancy, and begin to ask all new sorts of questions and be just a voracious learner again. And I decided that I needed to do that by A, becoming a teacher, and B, moving to Thailand. And after I got to Thailand, I really discovered that, yes, all this is very true about myself, and I just absolutely love being a teacher. And now where I am today is I'm in a teaching residency program where I'm getting a master's degree in, in teaching and I'm working at a high quality public charter school um, called KIPP in uh, the Bay Area here in San Francisco. And that aspect definitely fulfills my purpose. Um, what I wanted to zone in on today was this journey I've been in since returning from Thailand where I was essentially a nomad for about a year and a half. And that was um, how my podcast was born. I don't think I got to share this in episode seven. If you haven't listened, that's the episode in which I'm the guest. Um, so I'm gonna share it here now. I came back from Thailand not knowing exactly what it is that I wanted to do, but knowing that I had, um, I had zoned in on some certain aspects of myself that were definitely truths. I had written a blog that was um, very extensive, pretty much the length of a book, book and a half. And I came back um, without any hurry to find any career, without any hurry to settle down. I just wanted to go and rekindle all the relationships I had had before I left for Thailand and was away for 15 months out of the country. I surprised my mom for New Year's. I was able to um, spend a lot of time in Kansas, substitute teaching uh, within, within my old school district and another one in, in the city. And I was able to read a lot of the books that were on my list. I was spending a lot of time in my hammock. I was um, just living out the lifestyle that I had told myself I was promised myself to do. Now, the one thing that was different was that I was indecisive about whether I should go into law or teaching. I saw both as avenues to fulfill my purpose by um, developing leadership and authority in a certain arena that can really do a lot to shift people's trajectories into purpose. Um, and I ultimately decided teaching, but that came after two rounds of studying for the LSAT. So I was studying for the LSAT and I started to travel from there. I had finished it in, at the beginning of summer in Kansas. I diligently went to 
um, weekly study sessions. I was making money doing substitute teaching. I was teaching English online. Um, and then I decided to take off and go to Minnesota where I was able to um, come back in contact with all my college friends. And this is where I started to really hone in on creating a podcast. I actually had a, a rough living situation and within that situation, I was forced to move out and I lost my job. I was living with my boss at a landscaping company in St. Paul and losing your job and losing your place of living is definitely startling. And I got lucky because at the same time, my brother was coming out to California to visit my mom where she was living and I was essentially offered a spot on our like six day road trip through national parks in California. And that was like such a no brainer decision. And I was able to do that and actually had already booked some teaching gigs. Um, so I was having to work at 3.30, 4.30 in the morning in the national parks teaching English to Chinese students, which was hilarious. <laughs> um, but that, that experience really brought me a lot closer to my family. And that's kind of where I decided, I think that I want to be a teacher. I think this is what's right for me. And I also want to have a podcast. I started to listen to podcasts about developing podcasts. And when I eventually made my way to Chicago um, on a Greyhound bus from Kansas City shortly after that, I spent the entire, I think, 12-hour, 14-hour bus ride um, on my phone just writing notes, writing notes, writing notes, organizing podcasts, coming up with ideas, um, thinking of who I could contact, what kind of questions I wanted to ask, what name of the podcast, what's the theme. And... That was amazing because once I, I came from Chicago, I was uh, spending about five days with these two women that are definitely significantly older than me. <laughs> um, I think they're in their 70s, 80s. And I was learning a lot about patience and, my, and talking about purpose. And it was just such a reset for me, uh, getting to move slow again, deciding about my relationship with people in Thailand, my relationship with Thailand. Um, if I was going to come back and I was starting to apply to teaching programs and all of these things were happening at the same time. And I just was like, I need to have something that like grounds me and solidifies me in, in a form of self-expression. And the podcast was certainly it. Um, so I came back to Minnesota and I just started going head on at it. I started to interview. I think I did 10 interviews in about 10 days. Uh, one day I had three interviews in it, which was super fun. And it was amazing to reach out to people that I hadn't seen in a while or that I didn't know at all. It was like a friend recommended me to them or it was somebody that was like a lifelong mentor like episode one, um, not lifelong, but Dr. Andy had been a mentor for about five or six years at that point. Um, that was just amazing. And so after that, I um, started to edit, learn how to edit. I went on an East Coast trip where I visited New York City for the first time in my life. Again, I was teaching English. I went to Montreal shortly after that. I was couch surfing with these friends. And I was doing interviews online too and editing those interviews I had done in Minnesota. And I was just like, wow, this is it. This is it. I'm finding something that I'm committed to that is aligned exactly with my voice and is going to adapt with me as I adapt. And it's going to be such a medium to fulfill my purpose about helping other people live out their soul's desire. Um, and I do think this is one of my best skills. So the second part of my purpose statement is using my best skills to help others understand and fulfill their purpose of living out their soul's desire. Um, that's exactly what I thought people of purpose 
was going to do and I believe is doing. So I want to talk about some of the tenets of my purpose journey that I've learned since starting the podcast. Um, patience for me has been a huge part of my, uh, my mantra, my theme. Um, when you have diligence and hard work and you have the grace to let go and just enjoy the flow of life as it comes, you work from this place of intuition. And I think I started to trust that intuition rhythm more than you do A, it leads to B, it leads to C, because I just saw so much of how that didn't actually work. It doesn't work when you're traveling. It doesn't work when you're teaching a class. It doesn't work when you're trying to guide a podcast interview. You can't anticipate where, where life brings you next. But what you can do is get really in touch with that intuitive side of yourself and that flow of life. And when you get, when you get lost in that flow, that's where uh, grace starts to come in. That's where you uh, develop an intrinsic sense of, of self-worth. That's where you know that when you work hard at something, it's something that really matters to you. And the underlying theme of all of that is just have patience. Patience, patience, patience. Patience to find a community. Patience to find a home address. Patience to discover if I should be in an open relationship or a committed relationship or being single. Patience to discover if I'm going to be a teacher or a lawyer. Patience to discover if I have it in me to do a year-long master's degree while doing a podcast, while teaching full-time. Patience. It's okay. And there's so many practices which we'll go into in later episodes about how I've developed that patience and that mindfulness and get in touch with that inner flow. That's not what we're going to talk about here. Um, and then things just started to come into my life where it was like, okay, yep, this is right. Okay, I'm validated here. Okay, I'm validated here. Um, yeah, so much love and joy and just people entering my life. Um, a lot of it had come, has come from my guests and a lot of it has come from uh, my now girlfriend in Thailand. She's been a huge part of my purpose journey. And that took a long time to figure out if we're going to be together. And ultimately, I was able to decide that I wanted that, that that mattered in my purpose journey, that I um, play a big role in her life, that I'm in love. And I, again, I had to trust that inner flow of love. And it ultimately brought me back to Thailand, um, where I was able to spend my January of 2018 uh, through my May living in Thailand and Southeast Asia, playing a lot of frisbee, hammocking, reading books, developing my podcast significantly. Um, that's where I found an editor, and who is my editor, Nai. Shout out to Nai for editing like the past 10 podcast episodes. I've gotten Instagram help. Uh, we have Craig right now, who's uh, doing amazing posts. If you haven't checked it out, like his recent video he made is extraordinary. Um, and then I was able to have help, help moving to San Francisco. I, went, I was invited to a frisbee tournament on the beach in the Philippines because of a pickup I went to in Thailand. And that led to housing because of like a conversation I had with a team captain of San Francisco on a Saturday night at a party. And now I'm here in San Francisco in beautiful housing in a beautiful neighborhood and beautiful room with, with beautiful people. And I have a bike and I'm working in a school that's great and I'm just growing and developing myself so much. And it's amazing how patience is such an underlying theme of all that. And there's this quote that I've kind of been driven by um, about being, how important it is to be unselfish and how there's this magnet in your heart that attracts you to the right things. And this quote says, when you learn to live for others, they will live for you. And this is from uh, Yogananda. Essentially, um, 
not always looking for like what's in it for you, but what can you give to others? And when you take that extra step to help people in your life, to be happy, to grow more towards their fulfilled self, you get these amazing things in return. And just one very tangible example is all the positive responses, um, personal messages, reviews, all these things that have really driven the podcast forward, shaped a lot of the message, and just make me feel like so grounded in my purpose. Um, yeah, doing this, putting out this work, helping other people to find and live out their soul's desire. So that's amazing, and that's one thing that will definitely continue to be a theme of this uh, podcast and it's committing me here. Another huge theme I've learned about in my purpose journey is balance, balancing my time, having the time to be with myself, my family, my friends, my podcast, uh, my students, and not feeling pressured to sacrifice the quality of my life for any one thing, but finding a way that they can all be in harmony. Um, and it's been really helpful to have a well-developed meditation practice to do that, even though I've been without an address, without a consistent like base of friends physically around me, sometimes like very alone, without any consistent geography or weather, without any of those consistent things that really like anchor you, I've created anchors. And that's been through my relationships, it's been through my meditation practice, it's been through daily habits, it's been through mindset. And I want to talk about those in later episodes, but that's been huge. Also, I found a life design team that's helped me. Um, I was able to read a book with Danielle and Lauren Lee, two amazing sisters in Southern California. And we have these probably monthly, maybe tri-weekly video calls where we all share about how we are moving with intentionality through our lives. And we, we lean on each other for advice and perspective. And they're two of the biggest fans of the podcast right now. So thank you so much for you guys if you're listening to this. And on top of that, I've always just kept in the back of my head about commitment. I think deep down, commitment has been something I've always struggled with. I, it was never a part of my, um, my experience growing up. It, that was what was lacking. My parents weren't committed to each other, but they were committed to me. And I was never able to fully commit to any thing either in school, in sports, in friendships. I always just had a lot, many, many things. And I would never go full head on into any of them. And recently I've been thinking about how um, I want all those things in my life that I'm balancing to all be um, uh, constructive on one another. They all have a certain thing that they're aligned with. And that's the thing I go all in on and become great at. And there's this quote that my yoga teacher, who's um, a guest in a previous episode, I think it's episode 18, if I can remember correctly, Javasu Pradeep Kumar. Um, he was my yoga teacher when I went to India right before coming back to the, my nomadic journey in the U.S. And he said, become a sage so systems are created after you. And that quote just really resonates with me. That's such a driving force. I do want to become extra, extra good, extra proficient, extra knowledgeable, extra wise in a certain, um, a certain element or certain aspect or my certain pocket or corner of life. And then systems, that means systems. It's, you know, a bigger thing than me is created upon what I have created. And I really hope that, that this podcast can be this. So if you're listening and want to use any of this content, want to share any of this, you can. Want to quote this without, I don't need any like financial or legal contribution from this. Like, do it. I want things to be built on top of this. 
And if you want to help out, help out. If you want to share it on your platform, share it on your platform. If you want your platform to be on mine, reach out to me. This should be a sharing process. It's not about ownership. It's not about I'm better than you. It's about we're all working together to create a better world. I'm committed to this podcast and I'm committed to it as something that will expand beyond how it currently is. I can't tell you what that looks like right now, but I want you I want you to know that I'm committed to serving those that that listen to the podcast, that are fully engaged with the message of people of purpose. It's not going to just remain a podcast. Right now it's a podcast. I and I recognize that. I've just started the newsletter, so it it's also that now. Uh, I really intend in the future for it to be something that can be physically meeting up, can be courses we have together, it can be retreats we go on, it can be speaking engagements, it can be platforms for artists, entrepreneurs, you name it, to have their messages um, brought together. We'll see what it becomes. I'm constantly learning, I'm constantly growing, constantly getting new ideas, and right now I'm constantly busy with my one-year master's degree, so no promises within this year, but my intention and my commitment is in the future. It expands beyond its current iteration. I've been inspired by uh, Seth Godin and Kevin Kelly, who both have these philosophies about finding the right audience. It's not about making a hit. It's not about making something that 10 million people like. It's about finding those true fans, those true followers, where your message strikes them deep in the core and where they will give to you and serve you and um, share your message out of love because they love what you're doing. And that's, that's the kind of marketing that I want to have here at People of Purpose. One final thing is that I've been running towards what makes me uncomfortable, and I really, really encourage you to do that too. I think it grows me more than any other single thing. I'm just not afraid to fail anymore. I know what it's been like to be um, in a place where you're very down and out. I had major concussion twice. Um, just dark room, can't like have social conversation, can't exercise, can't organize your thoughts anymore. You just feel totally down and out. So I'm not afraid to fail because I've been there. Um, and when I operate by that philosophy, I go right towards the things that make me uncomfortable. I say yes to opportunities that I don't know if I'm ready to do yet. I say yes to people that um, are much more seasoned in there than me. I put myself up in front of a class of students and I teach like I've done this before and I've never done that before when I was definitely when I moved to Thailand and it feels like that again right now here in uh, San Francisco where it's a whole new world for me. It takes courage to find your purpose. And when you find your purpose, you find joy and gratitude and fulfillment and self-worth. And I get to speak with the stars of purpose on their on their stages. And that's been an incredible, incredible thing about my podcast. I've gotten to meet Barbara Waterman Peters. I saw her as like the shining star of the Friday Night Art Walk in Topeka, Kansas. Just the veteran artist of the place. She's been a professor at the local college. Everybody knows her. And I get to have this private one-on-one time to really dissect her message and share it. And that's, it's been awesome to get to do that. And Joe Hishma, the pastor of a, of a large church in Topeka. Jeff Baxter, the Hall of Fame national teacher, um, Kansas Teacher of the Year. These sort of people that just have these giant platforms um, and have so much purpose behind their life. I get to have this firsthand experience um, 
just meeting with their minds, meeting with their souls, meeting them on their journey. And it really brings me so much more along my path and my journey. Um, and that's a huge element of the podcast that I think continues to grow me is that courage aspect to say, okay, this person's not out of my league. This is someone that I'm going for. And I'm super excited to share some of these new guests that we have because they're pretty incredible. Um, also, another aspect of the podcast that brings me into purpose is these reconnecting of old relationships. And I really, really encourage you to do the same. I want you to start a podcast, a blog, a media channel, um, even just like a journal you share with one other person. Whatever it is, be vulnerable and do things that make you accountable to making consistent progress in your purpose. Become a voracious learner. Have faith and love. Don't ever be afraid to connect, reconnect, ask big questions, and continue to find purpose. So some of the top things I've learned from my guests are about running towards failure, about infusing love in everything. I didn't know a lot of these people before. I only have digital relationships with others. Um, but there's just so many different perspectives on purpose, but what continues to tie them together is this aspect of it needs to be you. It needs to be uh, from a place of love. It needs to be a place of openness. It needs to be a place of um, connectivity with others. And I, I believe that I continue to learn about how to update my purpose, how to uh, be open to being wrong, how to meet people where they are in their stages of development, how to, to practice empathy. I've gotten ideas about my future. Maybe I'm interested in studying positive psychology because the episode with Susan Peppercorn. I'm starting a mindfulness um, superhero mindset uh, culture club at my school here in KIPP at San Francisco. And I'm just so solidified and positive and optimistic and trusting towards love. It's the right way to go always. So my highest goal for myself is to be able to fully and unconditionally love. This means myself, other people, animal, circumstances, pain, loss, etc. If I can come to everything with a full openness to love, the love inside me will become increasingly awakened. And when I'm living from a place of love, I'm aligned with my highest self. When I'm aligned with my highest self, I'm 100% giving, accepting, and in line with opportunities to further awaken my heart. I am fully awake in my soul through love and I see everything is working for me. Thank you for listening to this first episode. Let me know what resonates with you on the People of Purpose Instagram page. Leave a review so that others can find pop, and let's help one another to unlock your purpose and unleash your potential. Here's to becoming People of Purpose. What I feel about podcasting is there's like this sense of community where Tim Ferriss can call you and you'll help him and then he starts a podcast and then he helps me it's it's really and I think this is why people want to get in on it they want to listen because it will take them someplace new I think that before you choose a girl you must be quite well in your skin then the right girl will connect to your true self instead of one who appeals to your nervosa. That's the thing I tell my 20-year-old self, my 15-year-old self, my kids, is like, figure out your gift, your gift. It's not, it's not the world's opinion of your gift, it is yours, it belongs to you. 
and figure out the gift that belongs to you and express your gratitude for the time you have by offering that gift. To help people find their purpose, whatever that may be, and help them help other people find their purpose. I think Mark Zuckerberg said it brilliantly at Harvard. He was saying that finding your purpose isn't enough. You have to help other people find theirs. And I know you're passionate about this. Whatever that definition is, but it has to lead everyone. So if I, whether I meet a celebrity, an entrepreneur, or whether I meet somebody starting out, I'm always asking them the question, how can you use what you have to make a difference in the life of other people? Yeah. Because if you start there, everything else will work out. But if you're starting from the point of what am I gonna get, then you're always gonna feel disconnected. Perhaps the most helpful, inspiring, and uplifting thing that you can do is leave your feedback. I would love to hear from you how People of Purpose is impacting your life. It's so energizing to know that someone out there in the world of the internet is listening to this thing we're creating. It's hard to know how the project is doing when there's not an audience in front of you to give immediate feedback. The weekly personal message or the occasional review is the most inspiring part of producing and publishing this show. It's oftentimes the most inspiring part of my week. But we need more. Let me know what's resonating and what could use some improvement. If you have new ideas or a question you'd like to ask me, please don't hesitate. This is one instance in which you can exercise your personal power to shape the show. Consider yourself our freelance consultant. And don't forget, if you want to sign up for the POP newsletter or become a volunteer, please reach out. Email us at peopleofpurposepodcast at gmail.com or leave a direct message through our Facebook or Instagram pages. Thank you for your support and listenership, and here's to becoming 